time for the BS Sports Show. We want to hear from you, so call us on the BS line. Now, here's Billy Elvis and the BS Sports Show. All right. Kid Rock, uh, Five Finger Death Punch. I got, did. Thank God you weren't looking. <laughs> <laughs> we got water park passes. Yeah. We got the $92 VIP party and just so many, many great giveaways. Uh, so get on out here. Four fifty kids, best dinner deal anywhere when you consider all those side soup and salad and the world famous Wrigley Wings. And Monster Karaoke with our pal, our buddy Jake, getting all set up right now. I'm gonna switch it up. I'm gonna sing a song. I've never done karaoke before. I'm not telling you what it is, but uh, chances are it'll be in the background of our show at some point between now and nine o'clock, so Can we at least get a hint? You can't drop nope. a bomb like that and nope. not give me a hint at least. Nope. I am going to I all right, here's the hint. Here's the hint. I will dedicate the song I'm going to sing that I've never sung before, that everybody in the world knows the song. So I, just want, I just want to make that clear. It's not one of them obscure tunes like, who the hell, what song is this? No, it's not going to be that, but it's dedicated to LeBron James. That's, that's the wow. only clue I'm giving. It'll make perfect. So I know. It'll, it'll make perfect. Well, all right. So, all right. If you were going to dedicate a, a song to LeBron James right now, after watching him... Just totally run out of gas in the fourth quarter last night and just doing too much. Yeah, he almost had another triple-double, but he's killing himself trying to get those triple-doubles and helping his team overcome the fact that they they don't have enough talent and they shouldn't be competing with this Golden State Warriors team in this finals right now. Nevertheless, what song do you think would be a great one to dedicate to LeBron? If anybody guesses it correct... I'll have an extra special prize for you, so you're going to have to do that on Twitter before I reveal what, what song I'm dedicating to LeBron James. You're doing uh, Bobby McFerry, Bobby McFerrin, Don't Worry, Be Happy. Don't Worry, Be Happy? No, because that's asking too much. LeBron James is going to worry, and he's not going to be happy. That's asking too much. That's not a good dedication for LeBron. How about, I'm sorry, <laughs> that, so that, sorry. Applicable. Uh, there's plenty of guess correctly. Uh, either at Billy Elvis, at Mo Radio Show, or at BS Sports the Fan, you, you'll get some tickets. I feel like you're going to be a jerk about it and do Queen, Another One Bites the Dust. Nope. Really? I, I, there, there's another clue for you. It's not Queen, Another One Bites the Dust. Uh, uh, I, I know it's not Cleveland Rocks. I tell you what, <laughs> but was it not evident, you know, last night especially, uh, how, how shorthanded Cleveland is? The, the way it all mapped out, the way it all ended, you know, and, and was it the genius move to put Iguodala in the starting lineup? If nothing else, you know, it, it made it a speedier team out there and, and made life a little bit more difficult for the Cavs who were already, you know, running on empty, if you will, three three games in five days. Yeah, you know, and the thing about it was just that Steve Kerr, man, he's, he's, he yeah. lied. And then it came out and admitted he lied, but... He did it the right way because here's what I couldn't figure out. 
David Lee has played sparingly. Somehow he got in Steve Kerr's doghouse, and he was great at the end of the last game. Why wouldn't you put him in? You know, I mean, David Blatt, though, at times, doesn't he just seem like he's clueless, like you should figure that he's going to put David Lee in this time, but didn't he just kind of seem uh, clueless? To, 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 oh, Andre, what the hell's going on? David Blatt is doing less than any head coach yeah. in, in the history of, of sports championships. There's just nothing for him to do except for act like he's doing something. Maybe that's it. Maybe he gets a, an Academy Award for acting like he's a coach of that Clyde Cavaliers team because he's not the coach of that Cavaliers team. Wow. LeBron is. No, you're right. I mean, and it's so awkward at the end of games between the two of them. Whether they win or lose, it's so awkward, you know. Yeah. They, they're never on the same page. He'll go for a high five and LeBron will be ready to dap it up. You know, it's just it's such an awkward, awkward thing. And, you know, even though I picked the Cavs last night, I thought that, that you know LeBron would try to they got close, you know, yeah. a minute. But you could tell when every time LeBron passed the ball in that first half and nobody could hit a shot other than him, it's like, wow, this is going to be a really, really long night. Yeah, I, I mean, and in retrospect, you know, I, I, I've been listening to everybody and all the analysis, and, and you know, what really stands out is, is something I was kind of alluding to yesterday, uh, that, you know, the Cavs have played their best games already in this finals. You've seen Matthew Dellavedova overachieve to the max, and to expect him to do that in multiple games. See, you know, this is why the NCAA tournament is so good. Right. Because, you know, a one-and-done scenario, and you got that Dellavedova performance, you're like, wow. However, that's just one game, and, and you know, the real Matthew Dellavedova will show up, and you know, he was okay last night, and, and, and God love the kid because he's going to get, sure. you know, he's getting, uh, he's going to the hospital for fluids because of dehydration, so he's working his tail off, and I'm not trying to be critical because, you know, he's doing what anybody would do in that situation the best they can and giving 100% plus, but he's not that good, he, he, and we saw it kind of rear its ugly head at the wrong time last night. Fourth quarter last night, we saw it kind of rear its ugly head with Matthew Dellavedova not being as good as the opponent on the other side of the uh, of the court. Well, yeah, I mean, for you know, three straight games, he's going up to balls like he's Freddie Mercury. Yeah. You know, I mean, he's uh, he, he played his ass off. <laughs> right, that would have been a better. Too many one. Queen sure. references already. Sure, in the sure. Show. You know, I, I don't know. I figured that was going to run out of gas sooner or later. It just was it now or later. And maybe that's why I kept harking back to that game one so often that we were one shot away from it being 3-0 because that's what the Cavs really needed that game. Maybe that was my subconscious saying, wow, since they didn't get that first game when it was close, they, they're they done. And it could be blocked for the rest of the way. Yeah. And, oops, I'm sorry, dude. I didn't mean to just kick you right in the back. That's what I get for putting my feet up on the back of your chair. I feel like I'm in my basement. I'm all comfy putting my feet. I'm used to doing the show with my feet up when I'm, you know, at home. Uh, I'm going to do the uh, show poolside. I'm just trying to figure out how best not to electrocute myself. You know, electricity, water. Hey, that, that makes, makes for ratings. <laughs> uh, French fry. I'm mowing the French fry on the BS4. <laughs> uh, you, you would survive it just to continue to torture me. Yeah. <laughs> at any rate... We've got uh, Game 5s looming in both the Stanley Cup Final and uh, the NBA Final. And uh, they'll play down in Tampa tomorrow night, 2-2. And they'll play out in Oakland on Sunday night in the NBA, 2-2. And uh, it's just, everybody's talking about how great this NBA Finals has been. It really has. But it's just been such the case of 
Cleveland having to overachieve, you know, I mean, everybody but LeBron is overachieving. LeBron's LeBron. Uh, but, you know, I get the feeling that, you know, it's just a matter of time before the knockoff punch is delivered to uh, the Cavs. I, I know that there are a lot of people that, that say this thing isn't going to seven. It's just not going to seven. Um, if it does, then us basketball fans are probably going to see uh, an absolute stellar performance from LeBron James for it to get to seven. That's all there is to it. Uh, you know, much like a flu game. I mean, this guy's so tired, and he's, we know about his cramping issue. He had the last year when he even had more teammates. Uh, and he's going to kill himself if it gets to seven or come close. Whereas the Tampa Bay Blackhawks series, I love that matchup. These teams are such a great matchup. I mean, I was convinced from the start it was going to go seven. Um, and the way it's been back and forth and, and, and the way it's looking for for game five tomorrow night, I mean, it's, it's anybody's game tomorrow night. Uh, whereas I feel that the Golden State Warriors finally woke up, finally solved what the Cleveland Cavaliers were doing in their effort to overachieve. You bring it, you're right. And, and we'll see what kind of coach David Blatt is. What adjustments does he make? Sunday night in uh, in Golden State. What adjustments does he does he have? Can he make any adjustments? I mean, is there are, are there no. adjustments to be made? That's the problem. Uh, well, did you see all the stuff today about how there's unsubstantiated reports of the players questioning why David Blatt isn't gone deeper with Mike Miller and Sean Marion and some of the guys on the bench just to help give the guys a blow? But my answer to that is those guys are old and slow, and all that's going to do is make the Cavs slower. Uh, against the speediest, fastest lightning team in the NBA. Well, especially at the end of the game when Kerr had been going that faster lineup, there's no way in hell you can put those guys in there. Mike Miller was in for seven seconds the other night and let somebody blow right by him. Yeah. You know, you, you can't do that. And same thing with Sean Merritt. He's 110. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I agree. I don't know what adjustments he can make, but we'll have an adjustment to be made coming up Sunday night. I don't know what it is. Uh, unless you can clone LeBron between now and then. Did you see, though, by the way, uh, LeBron's junk on national TV last night? Nope. There was a, uh, I turned my head just in time. I did not want to see the King's junk. Well, you didn't know you were going to see his junk. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, uh, I, yeah, I saw LeBron. I don't want to say, yeah, I saw LeBron's junk. I, I, I don't want to admit it. Yeah. Uh, All right, so I, you, you didn't go back and look today? I, no. Are you kidding? Did you? Did you have Devin Tebow and you're looking back? I did. Seen no, if, if, if he's really the no, king? I looked it up online. I think my favorite tweet about that was uh, from Brett Rump, uh, who tweeted something to the effect of, uh, we got to see something you don't normally see. Prince James. Okay. And I, I, I thought that was clever. Why, you, so you didn't read mine, evidently. What did you write? It's going to be a schwang right out west for LeBron. <laughs> <laughs> I heard, uh, I can't remember who it was. It, it might have been Jay Moore. I was listening to Jay Moore Sports, or maybe it was Levitard. I can't tell the difference because all there is is like laughing and crazy stuff going on during their show, so I, they're pretty similar. But it was either Levitard or, or Jay Moore this afternoon that said something. They were, they were calling him LaDong or LaBone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. LaBone's good. I had to go back. You know, and I, I felt weird after I Googled it. And I- at my computer at home right now is looking at my history, my search history, mm-hmm. because I, I, had to look, I had to Google LeBron's penis just because I want to, you know. Yeah, no, that's, that's going to come back to haunt you well, should there ever be any litigation. I would see how I measured up to the king. Uh, and I, I don't, know. not even close. I couldn't even, I couldn't even uh, be a, a ball boy. <laughs> <laughs> that was unintentional. Either. So, 
are you surprised that the world's greatest basketball player, maybe one of the greatest of all time, if not the greatest of all time, is well endowed? If you were LeBron, though, wouldn't you go one game without your jock just to do one of those dunks where you, you, know, you kind of swing your c*** in somebody's face just to be like, ooh, I mean, how do you come back from that? I always thought God had a sense of humor. You know, the good Lord up above had a sense of humor. That's why all ugly or, guys get... or, or whatever you believe in, right, sure. whatever, whatever that entity might be. But, you know, you give the guy incredible basketball talent to be the best in the world, but I think it, it would be only fitting that he also had a one-inch penis, don't you? Yeah, I agree. But what, he didn't have a sense of humor with Tom Brady. Or if he does have a one-inch penis, he's still got Giselle. If he's got Giselle, chances are Brady doesn't have a one-inch penis. I'm just saying. You can hope. You can hope. <laughs> felt like I was, you know, I didn't have really any redeeming qualities that I should have one. But then I realized, well, how would any woman ever get to see get past the fact yeah. that I'm not a good-looking guy with a horrible personality? Yeah, it's true. It is true. Sorry, I have to agree you on that one. Hey, before we go to break, we do have some breaking news. A, uh, the Cowboys' Des Bryant has confirmed that he's, uh, he's uh, going to skip the season opener. Well, no, he's not. No, he's not. He's confirmed that if he doesn't get the long-term well, yeah. deal, I mean, yeah. he's going to skip the season opener. Uh, and that is absolute stupid. That's team poison right there. Des, you're a dick, and now I think you're even the biggest dick in the planet for this move. No, no, I, I think it's a really crappy It's a negotiating ploy. I get it. No, but I think it's a crappy move not to give the guy a long-term contract. You know, I, here's the deal. That kind of stuff right there. That's just that. The right there, Des Bryant's statement about sitting out the opener... I mean, on one hand, I get that people should get what they deserve, but anybody in the NFL is getting more but, but than they deserve. You know what stops that, though? Guaranteed contracts. What if he gets hurt this year? During, okay, granted, he, he, granted, he's franchise tagged, but he could get an injury that ends his career. I know. He should be paid. I don't mind. You know, the NFL is the least amount of sport I mind when the guys get paid because they're not guaranteed contracts. So you, you go get your money, go get your money. You show me the dweebs out there like uh, Dez that are just fighting and negotiating to get what they deserve, so to speak, and I show you a bad teammate. That's my thought. Well, okay, so is Russell Wilson now a bad teammate? Because why? Because he's he threatened to sit out? No, he's threatened to go to baseball. Um, he, It's very, very different. How is that different? Because he's not threatening to boycott his own team he's currently under contract with. Yeah, he's with. threatening to leave him after this year and go play baseball. Right. Well, that's a great choice. This is a threat based on money, and and, and Dez has had a burr up his ass. He's tried to compare himself to Calvin Johnson. He's tried to compare himself Dez to... Dez is pretty damn good. I, I know, but he's too concerned with Dez and not enough concern about the Dallas Cowboys. Matt Forte was the biggest example of a guy getting dicked uh, with the franchise tag year in and year out in Chicago, and he was the only reliable player on that offense was Matt Forte. And what did they do? They franchise tagged him every year. Did he make a big... Is Chicago a mess? Hell yes. But that doesn't that doesn't matter in this context because Matt Forte was cool and Matt Forte was a teammate. But, it, but it's different, and here's why it's different. Because when you see Jerry Jones doling out these humongous contracts to guys who don't deserve them, to these old guys, or to uh, you know half the guys who are half the player that Dez is, you're damn right I'd be pissed. If Jerry Jones is going to throw around money to lesser players or to older players who don't deserve it, wouldn't you be pissed if you were Dez? It's a different situation because of the team and the team owner. De- uh, Jerry Jones has made horrible contract decisions over the last 10 years and paid guys a lot more with a lot less talent. So, yeah, I think Dez would, should be pissed, and I would be pissed too. Well, the whole thing wrong with the situation with that, you know, it was, was 
noted right in that statement right there because Jerry Jones shouldn't be doing any of this. You're right. Jerry Jones should keep his hands out of football. He, he should acknowledge that he's a huge, huge fan. He, he should acknowledge that I'm the king of Dallas. I'm the rich guy with the biggest building in the NFL. But that's all you should do, Jerry. You should shut up and leave football operations to the guys that know football. You know, you look at that building and you talk about a guy who must have a one-inch penis. Yeah, exactly. Gotta be Jerry Jones because you don't go out and build the biggest stadium ever with the uh, yeah, well endowed. Yeah, you know that imagine big how, that big mega screen that's. Could, in, uh, imagine how big your winning fans would look on that big mega screen. You think Jerry Jones just have halfway up the stands naked when nobody's in there with his wiener on the screen? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he does. Just, I would. Just so he can feel a little better about himself. I would. Let's sneak a break in. Uh, Karaoke's up and running here at Wrigley Field Bar and Grill. I've got a karaoke song dedicated to LeBron James coming up here tonight with Jake, who does karaoke till 11, oh. part of the weekend starter party. Did you think of the song? I'm a bitch. <laughs> That'd be a good one. It's not it. I'm, I'm not going to tell you when you're right, but if you nail it, I'll tell you. I'll tell you when you're wrong. All right. Thank you very much for tuning in. Friday night edition of the BS Sports Show. Of course, Mondays also. And it's a very endeavor on Mondays because it's poker night. Mondays, and still the buffet, and there's still more than 50 HDTVs with projections. You don't miss any sports action. But, uh, you know, you start the work week on Mondays with us, 7 to 9, and uh, you begin the weekend with the weekend starter party with us, 7 to 9, here at Wrigley Field Barn Grill in Georgetown. Taking a break in hour number one. Mo Times, Mo Radio Show. I'm at Billy Elvis at BS Sports. The fan, it's the BS Sports Show. Hi, this is Billy Elvis, and along with Mo Time, we host the BS Sports Show. Now on Yahoo Sports Radio Indiana, which can be found at indianasportsradio.com. Tune in for our unique slant on the world of sports, covering your teams in the state of Indiana, as well as the top national stories, too. The BS Sports Show. I'm at Billy Elvis, Mo Times, at Mo Radio Show, at BS Sports, the fan. Now on on Yahoo Sports Radio Indiana at indianasportsradio.com. At McDuff Realty Group, their top priority is helping you achieve maximum results from the purchase or sale of your home. With over 20 years of marketing and sales experience, Joe Shoemaker and his team will provide you with an aggressive, passionate strategy that delivers the results you expect. For real estate services in central Indiana, call Joe Shoemaker at 317-413-8501 or visit online at mcduffrealty.com. At Rural Home Mortgage, we understand that every borrower is different, so we offer a variety of products to meet your individual mortgage financing needs, including conventional, FHA, VA, USDA, new construction, first-time home buyers, reverse mortgages, and, of course, refinancing. Want to learn more? Just call Brian Graham, the Mortgage Man, at 260-248-8333 or visit him online at ruoff.com backslash Brian Graham and let him help you finance the home of your dreams. Hi, this is Billy Elvis, and along with Mo Time, we host the BS Sports Show weekdays from 7 to 9. And every Friday, as well as Monday, we're at Wrigley Field Bar and Grill, Fort's Best Damn Sports Bar. Fridays, it's part of the original weekend starter party with the all-you-can-eat wing and fish buffet, $8.50 adults, 4 bucks for kids, and great prizes. And Monday, lots of special guests, including Comet Head Coach Gary Graham and Matt Ant's Head Coach Connor Henry. It's the BS Sports Show weekdays 7 to 9, and at Wrigley Field Bar and Grill in Georgetown North every Monday and Friday night.
Okay, so what do you have? Ryan, what do you think? Oh, uh... Um, Lollygagging ain't for leaders. They're too busy making plays happen, answering the call, earning their big boy pants. Isn't it time to be the leader you were born to be? The playbook's right there, Captain. What's the call? We'll have nachos, fried pickles, pretzels, buffalitos, honey barbecue wings, and waters all around. Grab a seat. The game is on. Buffalo Wild Wings. Wings, beer, sports. Ugh, I hate these big-ass prices. Sounds like you could use some big-ass savings. I'd love some big-ass savings. Kmart Shop Your Way members save 30 cents a gallon. 30 cents a gallon? That's a big-ass discount. Big-ass discount. A really yeah. big-ass discount. Really big-ass discount. Honey, this solves your big-ass problem. Totally solves my big-ass problem. Yeah, look at that big-ass truck. Big-ass man. Man. Hello, big-ass man. Shop Your Way members get big-ass savings. Save 30 cents a gallon when you spend $50 or more at Kmart. Meet the fuel-efficient Ford Focus. Along with great handling, the Focus also comes with Girls' Night Out and Girls' Night In and Road Trips and the Scenic Route and Swimming and Weekly Car Washes and Making Connections and Unexpected Speed Dating. Only Ford gives you EcoBoost fuel economy and a whole lot more. With so many ands, where will you end up? fuel-efficient Ford Focus. This is Gary Snyder from the Gary Snyder Show, and I have a couple of important questions for you. Do you need some extra cash, and do you have any scrap metal laying around? If you answered yes to either question, which we know you did, after all, this is Indiana, then you need to give Clarks a call today, 260-356-8314. That's 260-356-8314. Clarks wants all of your scrap metal. Broken down appliances, old cars, computer parts, copper, aluminum, and even your old cell phone. If it's scrap and if it's metal, Clarks wants it and they will pay top dollar for it. Clarks is located at 100 Heightsfield Street in Huntington, and they are open weekday from 8 to 4.30 p.m. Or just give them a ring, 260-356-8314. That's 260-356-8314. Clarks, they want all of your scrap metal. It's the BS Sports Show. It gives crappy people a chance to sort themselves out. All right, we're having a good time as always on a Friday night at Wrigley Field Bar and Grill. Uh, watch karaoke rolling up on stage. Uh, got a chick up there killing Bob Seger with uh, Catmandu, and I mean, I mean, killing it in a good way. She's yeah. doing well. Yeah, she's doing real well. Yeah. Uh, have a great time. There's some really good professional singers in here too. He's over there. There's some people that can, you know, not make you want to plug your ears because sometimes that happens with karaoke. Uh, then again, you, if you treat it like a Jerry Springer kind of thing, where it's kind of funny to see people up there just butcher a song, well, then enjoy it. Uh, but there's also great singers out here and everything in between. So uh, always a good time with Mantra Carrier with Jake. One of four nights a week he's at the Forge Best Damn Sports Bar. Wrigley Field is with us on Fridays for the weekend starter party. Prizes are incredible. Kid Rock tickets, Sublime tickets, Five Finger Death Punch tickets, Barbecue Rib Fest tickets. Uh, passes for the water park up in Maryville. I can't remember the name of that water park, but you know that badass. Yeah, that's awesome. That's a badass water park in Maryville. It's like, what's this doing in Maryville? Why isn't this in Florida or somewhere like that? It's an incredible water park. Uh, we got passes for that. We got uh, 
The $90 VIP party for next week, of course, the grand prize, and a halter pool table gift certificate as well. So, loads of great giveaways if you get here by 8.30. Every Friday, for that matter, Wrigley Field Bar and Grill. Some baseball news as we take a break from uh, talk of the NHL and, and the uh, NBA Finals. We we know that it's going to be about that time where teams are evaluating the situation and trade talks begin. And, you know, maybe it's kind of a unique situation, but the Reds are sellers this year. Because, you know, the Reds have been in contention and the Reds have been a playoff caliber team for probably the last half decade or so. And maybe they're Dusty Baker a little bit now. Maybe maybe that was the trigger that they pulled that might not have been the best idea. But but with the Reds being sellers, there's, there's rumors about Araldis Chapman. Who'd you see? Pittsburgh and who's in that uh, three teams? And the Nationals. And the Nationals. So can you imagine the Nationals adding... I, I don't know what the three-team team trade is. I don't know if Geraldus is going to Pittsburgh or Washington or to wherever Washington. he might be going. Is that where he's going? Yeah, and he just he's uh, knocked out the first two Cubs batters. Uh, Anthony Rizzo and Chris Bryant struck them out. Had a pitch, he just said it was 103. Well, the guy that started the game was Johnny Cueto, and uh, he was also doing uh, – and he's rumored to be uh, uh, on the trade block, of course. And uh, apparently the Detroit Tigers are uh, in the mix for – Johnny Cueto, uh, or at least interested in Johnny Cueto if the price is right. And, and that's just indicative of Detroit starting pitching, which has gone south. Rick Porcello is now a Boston Red Sox, and Max Scherzer is now a Washington National. And, you know, the Shane Green got off to a great start as one of the starters for Detroit, but now he just got optioned to AAA today, just fueling the rumors that Dave Dombrowski is cooking a deal for another starter. Who's the young kid they traded to Tampa Bay a year or so ago? Carl Smiley. Yeah, yeah. I thought, you know, yeah, he had a promising future, but you got David Price. Gosh, 101. Man, oh, man. I don't know how you get rid of a guy. That, whether you're buyers or sellers or not, I, I try to move Brandon Phillips. You know, somebody like that. I don't know if I can move over all this Chapman. You show me a guy that throws 101 miles an hour, I'll show you a guy that's probably done in the next two or three years. <laughs> those 101-mile-an-hour 101 flamethrowers flame out the fastest. Isn't it so weird, though, to, when they announce talk about a, uh, a change-up that's 88? I know. That's <laughs> so crazy to me. Uh, here's the thing, though, about the about the, that trade and Rollins Chapman going there. Man, oh, man. The uh, the Nationals, uh, top to bottom, the best pitching staff uh, assembled in baseball. But do we look at it? How, what, what, is, what does it rank all time? Well, you know, it didn't prove, it didn't prove to be as important as it could have been. But, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go back to the Detroit Tigers last year when they pitched three straight Cy Young winners against the Baltimore Orioles. It didn't work for them. But how many teams can throw out three straight Cy Young winners like Detroit did last year with Scherzer, Verlander, and, and Price? I mean, that was pretty impressive. But oh my as, God. As, impressive as, as impressive as the pitching has been in the last couple of years for Detroit, uh, I think pitching was best in Detroit two years ago when they lost to the Red Sox in the ALCS when Annabelle Sanchez and Doug Fister and Scherzer and Verlander were all, on, and Porcello even, were all on top of their game all at the same time. But this Washington team, yeah. If they pick up Araldis Chapman, they become the best pitching staff in the history of baseball, in my mind. Pretty incredible. And the thing is about it, too, is it's sad that Detroit lost that, you know, when you're throwing out three straight side young winners because you shorten your rotation yeah, no. in the playoffs. And, you know, sometimes I guess having the best pitching staff doesn't work, but I don't know how it doesn't. 
Clayton Kershaw can't get over that hump in the playoffs either. No. But, uh, you know, hey, good news for your Tigers, though. Uh, Victor Martinez worked out today and did some hitting, and Brad Osmond said that he looked great at the plate. So. Yeah, and tomorrow against Cleveland, and hopefully that works out. Um, I'm looking forward to tonight's matchup with Danny Salazar uh, against David Price, Cleveland and Detroit, Batland, and Detroit's done a great job against their Central Division rivals. Now, they find themselves four and a half games back, but, you know, what we saw happen was the Kansas City Royals just destroyed the first-place Minnesota Twins, bringing them back down to earth. So, Kansas City back on top, Detroit four and a half out. Remember the first week of the season, we were like, Minnesota looks like they shouldn't even be playing in AAA at this point. I know, I know. And, and kudos to Paul Molitor yeah. to what he's done with that that Twins team. But, I mean, I, I think most people after that big win streak that both of them in the first place realized that it was probably going to be short-lived because nobody could figure out how the Twins were doing it. They don't have great starting pitching, they don't have a great bullpen, and they don't have a lot of uh, a lot of hitting either. So that was just an incredible run they were on, but it was also simultaneous with Kansas City and Detroit both struggling simultaneous too. I think the smart money on the Central Division champ is going to be Kansas City. Or- how important is it tomorrow for Verlander's first start back? I mean, mentally for him. If he falls apart and they score, you know, eight runs on him in two innings, is, uh, does he go to the bullpen? Can he can he handle being the starting pitcher if his uh, if he's rocked like that in his first game back? Uh, I think he almost is ready to be rocked tomorrow. I, I think he's almost. That's what I like about Verlander's his maturity and his. One thing you can say about Verlander is he's not a jerk. And he's handled adversity well. I mean, he was the best pitcher in baseball a few years ago. And now he's anything but the best pitcher in baseball. He's just a guy with that great resume that's on the decline. But is he handling it well? He sure seems as well as anybody's ever handled adversity. And uh, I think he's prepared to get shelled tomorrow. I don't know that he will, but I think he's prepared to be shelled tomorrow. And I don't think that means it's the end of Verlander. I, I, I think it might be the beginning of the end of Verlander if he gets shelled tomorrow, but I just I just flat don't expect him to get shelled tomorrow. Well, it's probably easier to accept that and have a good attitude when you're playing in bed with Kate Upton every night. Yeah, I mean that would make any. I mean you could come tell me I have cancer every day and I'd be like, okay, I'll deal with it. You lay down Kate Upton every night. That it's takes like, a lot of things away. It's like Justin, how do you feel about the demise of your pitching crowd? My answer would be Kate Upton. Justin, you're not as good as you were, and, and you know you used to be the ace of your staff, and now maybe you're going to have to be relegated to the bullpen. How do you feel about that? My answer is Kate Upton. Nobody could argue with any of those answers. Today. I would never put anything else on Twitter but pictures of her and I together. <laughs> I would walk around with their sports. Would it be weird though to have a girl like that who's on the cover of Sports Illustrated and no other guys are looking at it like all creepy like? No, 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 absolutely not. I mean, to me, it's a badge of honor. I mean, to me, if 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 guys are drooling over my woman, that just means, wow, I got a good-looking woman. I mean, what pisses me off about dudes that have a hot girl is when they get all possessive and they get they get angry when guys think they're hot. Well, dude, you think she was hot. That's why you hooked up with her. What's wrong with other guys thinking she... Now, if they touch her, that's different. Or if they, if they do things that are inappropriate, that's different. But just looking at her or going, wow, you're hot, I'm thinking that's hot. Well, for most ugly guys like me who were able to uh, con a woman like that uh, to uh, be with us, it's because we realize that soon she'll be gone. And it's probably, you know, it's easy. When you're a dude like me and you, and you get a good-looking girl, finding the better-looking dude is very easy. You can just scan any room, and there's a ton of them there. So I understand guys are possessive like that. Well, the good news for a guy like you, though, is that anything you get, you know, is an upgrade for you. I mean, anything you get is 
like you're you're out of your league. So yeah. I mean that's the plus. Yeah, as soon as the checks start bouncing. They- It's the BS Sports Show. Hi, this is Billy Elvis, and along with Motime, we host the BS Sports Show. Now on Yahoo Sports Radio Indiana, which can be found at indianasportsradio.com. Tune in for our unique slant on the world of sports, covering your teams in the state of Indiana, as well as the top national stories, too. It's the BS Sports Show. I'm at Billy Elvis, Motime's at Mo Radio Show, at BS Sports The Fan. Now on Yahoo Sports Radio Indiana at indianasportsradio.com. At McDuff Realty Group, their top priority is helping you achieve maximum results from the purchase or sale of your home. With over 20 years of marketing and sales experience, Joe Shoemaker and his team will provide you with an aggressive, passionate strategy that delivers the results you expect. For real estate services in central Indiana, call Joe Shoemaker at 317-413-8501 or visit online at mcduffrealty.com. At Royal Home Mortgage, we understand that every borrower is different, so we offer a variety of products to meet your individual mortgage financing needs, including conventional, FHA, VA, USDA, new construction, first-time home buyers, reverse mortgages, and, of course, refinancing. Want to learn more? Just call Brian Graham, the Mortgage Man, at 260-248-8333 or visit him online at ruoff.com backslash Brian Graham and let him help you finance the home of your dreams. Hi, this is Billy Elvis, and along with Mo Time, we host the BS Sports Show weekdays from 7 to 9. And every Friday, as well as Monday, we're at Wrigley Field Bar and Grill, Fort's Best Damn Sports Bar. Fridays, it's part of the original weekend starter party with the all-you-can-eat wing and fish buffet, 850 adults, 4 bucks for kids, and great prizes. And Monday, lots of special guests, including Comet Head Coach Gary Graham and Matt Ant's Head Coach Connor Henry. It's the BS Sports Show weekdays 7 to 9, and at Wrigley Field Bar and Grill in Georgetown North every Monday and Friday night. Okay, so what do you have? Ryan, what do you think? Oh, uh... Um... Lollygaggity for leaders. They're too busy making plays happen. Answering the call. Earning their big boy pants. Isn't it time to be the leader you were born to be? The playbook's right there, Captain. What's the call? We'll have nachos, fried pickles, pretzels, buffalitos, honey barbecue wings, and waters all around. Grab a seat. The game is on. Buffalo Wild Wings. Wings, beer, sports. Ugh, I hate these big-ass prices. Sounds like you could use some big-ass savings. I'd love some big-ass savings. Kmart Shop Your Way members save 30 cents a gallon. 30 cents a gallon? That's a big-ass discount. Big-ass discount. A really big-ass discount. Really big-ass discount. Honey, this solves your big-ass problem. Totally solves my big-ass problem. Yeah, look at that big-ass truck. Big-ass man. Hello, Big Ass Man! Shop your way, members. Get Big Ass Savings. Save 30 cents a gallon when you spend $50 or more at Kmart. Meet the fuel-efficient Ford Focus. Along with great handling, the Focus also comes with Girls' Night Out and Girls' Night In and Road Trips and the Scenic Route and Swimming and Weekly Car Washes and Making Connections and Unexpected Speed Dating. Only Ford gives you EcoBoost fuel economy and a whole lot more. With so many ands, where will you end up? The fuel-efficient Ford Focus. This is Gary Snyder from the Gary Snyder Show, and I have a... It's the BS Sports Show. This man is hanging by a string. I I think that he is a, a borderline psychotic at this point. 
uh, you know, uh, just reaffirming our love for the man who's left town now. Connor Henry was our guest last night on the show, one of our guests last night on the show. Uh, such a, a gracious, awesome dude. First off, he could have just he could have just told me he was busy. You know, I'm I'm not in Fort Wayne anymore. I'm, I'm the new coach of the LA Defenders. I got a and I'm busy. But he agreed to do our show, and not only that, but he sent a nice thank you note to us today, and basically uh, telling us how much he appreciated our support over his two years as head coach of the Mad Ants. Uh, by the way, it's going to be tough to top Connor Henry's tenure as head coach of the Mad Ants, being that his first year he went to the finals and won a championship, first in franchise history, and then brought the team back for another championship run and all the way to game three of the finals this year uh, against Santa Cruz. Tough, it's going to be tough. You know, I mean, the only way to top what Connor did in his two years is to win back-to-back championships. That's what faces the next coach to that end. And uh, for him to take time to not only come on our show now that he's trying to transition to L.A. and deal with that mess that's the L.A. Lakers, but he thanked us today for the interview last night. He was a quality, quality dude. Good stuff. He is a good dude. And, and if he, I feel like he doesn't know me at all now. Because if he knew me better, he would have thanked me with some T-shirts and stuff. <laughs> kidding. Dude, you, you I'm are kidding. You're, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, Connor's the best. And it was really, it was, it was bittersweet talking to him last night. Like, it was fun. But to know that we're going to do that one last time. Only, only you would be pissed because you never got any merch from the guy. Oh, I got no, I got the, I got the <laughs> Mad Ant stuff. I just wanted some LA Defenders things. I know. Oh, there you go. <laughs> well, we'll stay in contact with him. I'm telling you, I can be bought. That's, no, it's not a joke. Uh, by the way, in the background here at Wrigley Field Bar and Grill, where we do the show live every Monday and Friday, wow. from seven to nine. Friday nights it's karaoke. You may have thought you were hearing Bonnie Tyler, Total Eclipse of the Heart, but no, that was karaoke. That was some chick absolutely nailing. Total Eclipse of the Heart, sounding just like Bonnie Tyler. She just nailed it. Yeah, at first I thought Jake had just put the CD on and take a bathroom I break know. or something. Gee, many Christmas. I know. I'm uh, not singing now. And, and right, <laughs> uh, the key is to sing after something bad. So, so question right after <laughs> everybody mine. Everybody sings after me. <laughs> yeah, everybody. The minute you go in and put a song in, there's all of a sudden a 17 rush. people going up there to put <laughs> a song in the ball. I make Jake a ton of money. People trying to tip him to go after I go. <laughs> Uh, your uh, your listenership very much appreciated. Kicking off a, a long weekend. Uh, is, I, I got one of those Billy Elvis weekends coming my way again, where I've got so many events I can't even like describe them all in one breath. But uh, tomorrow it's the Wiener Dog National, part of German Fest, the German Fest tradition. And if you haven't seen the, the Wiener Dogs race, you gotta get tomorrow afternoon for the Wiener Dog Nationals been going on for years now, and, and, and I have such a great time doing that, so that's going on tomorrow. And then Sunday is the annual Mayor's Ride, the biggest ride in this area annually is this Sunday. It starts at uh, Kmart South on 27th. Well, Kmart's not open anymore. It's been, there's not even a Kmart sign on the building anymore. That's how long Kmart's been closed, but that makes it a great big giant parking lot that's not being used for a whole bunch of motorcycles to assemble, so 27 on the south side of town. Uh, is where everything gets underway Sunday. Uh, a different Sunday than usual. Normally the Sunday after Memorial Day. We talked to Teresa Bodle about that because the graduations look like it's been moved to this coming Sunday, the 14th, the annual Mayor's Ride, which I'll be leading several thousand motorcycles on the ride that ends up at uh, 
Marketplace of Canterbury Sunday afternoon. Well, shouldn't the mayor be leading it? His ride? We've had the mayor out. Tom Henry's been out a couple times. He even went so far as to ride in the sidecar because he doesn't have his endorsement. So he was willing to suck it up as the Grand Poobah of the city of Fort Wayne and ride bitch in somebody's sidecar in the mayor's ride a couple years ago. I, kudos to him because all of his predecessors, and I've been doing this mayor's ride for a long time, uh, everybody from Graham Richard to uh, Paul Helmke, uh, none of those, they, they never even showed up at the mayor's ride. At least Tom Henry makes appearances and does a speech and talks about motorcycle safety, which is what it's all about because it's put on by a bait. So Tom Henry at least shows up and even a couple of years ago rode bitch in the sidecar. Uh, on the ride, so kudos to Tom Henry for that. Well, if you're leading it again, shouldn't it be Billy Elvis' ride? No. I mean, yes, but no. <laughs> Maybe you should just run for mayor, and that way we take care of that problem all together. You know why I won't run for mayor? Because you'd lose? <laughs> because, well, yeah. <laughs> But what happens when anybody runs for any type of office? They look in your background? Yeah. Yep. Well, I don't run for anything or get many jobs with a background check. <laughs> <laughs> and I got more skill than my club than Davy Jones Locker. Yeah, and I'm not allowed to spend 500 feet in a pool or a church. <laughs> nah, nah, because they'd probably be crap they thought about me, but I suck. And I don't want to know. No, I'm not running for office. That, that's true, because that, that happened to me the other day. And I was like, I swear to God, it's not me. Uh, like, yeah, I know. Wait, wait, that does sound like me. It's, it's human nature to block out the crap stuff. Well, if that was true, I mean, I'd have no memory at all, but yeah. we do this every night. At any rate. Well, you look tomorrow, and we look down at, at Tampa Bay, and it, it's back there, and that crowd has been crazy. I mean, kudos to the Tampa Bay fans, because they've been loud, I mean, extremely loud there, and that's not normally a big hockey market. Well, it's because everybody going to those games is from the Midwest. They've just tra- they're they're snowbirds. Transplants. Yeah. Well, and it's pretty cool. And I think Tampa really got it going this year. But uh, if you're sitting out in Golden State and in Cleveland last night, where they have those uh, you know tons of people outside watching the jumbotrons outside the stadium. Right. I mean, that was pretty cool last night. But you look at the game. We talked about this last night. Was it more important, more important for Tampa or Chicago? Well, I mean it's. You know, we're, we're we're absolutely in the stage of the game where it's important to win every game. Sure. Uh, we, what we have in the NBA and the Stanley Cup Finals, now it's become a best-of-three series because the first four games in the NBA and the NHL are a wash now. So they're starting over. It's a best-of-three. So who should that favor? Well, the team with home ice or home court advantage the Golden State Warriors and the Tampa Bay Lightning. If Tampa Bay loses tomorrow, Chicago closes it out at the United Center. Tampa Bay has to win tomorrow. It's more important for Tampa to win tomorrow than try to steal one in Chicago. I agree because in Chicago, they just don't get phased. They, you know, last series against Anaheim, they won game six and seven. So I, you're right. I agree 100%. I think Tampa Bay has to win. Chicago doesn't phase them. Doesn't phase them at all. Uh, and when we get to the NBA files, it's the same thing. I mean, Cleveland's going to have to try to win the next two games. And they're not going to. I mean, the train wreck is about to really become evident. It's going to go down as LeBron made the most courageous performance that any NBA superstar ever did. Because, you know, most teams, 
if they've if they've lost two of their big three, if you will, like Cleveland did with with Kevin Love and with Kyrie Irving, any other team probably going to be swept. Remember when Magic Johnson back in the day got hurt against Detroit? Detroit swept the Lakers. Detroit the Lakers if Magic Johnson's playing. When Magic Johnson got hurt, Detroit swept the Lakers. And to me, as a Detroit Pistons fan, that was kind of tainted in a sense because I would rather have beaten the Lakers at their best with Magic than to say than have everybody go, yeah, well, you guys swept the Lakers, but there was no Magic Johnson. And that's what everybody's going to do with this series too. And everybody's going to be like. When the Golden State Warriors win this NBA title, everybody's going to say, damn it, we wish Kyrie and Kevin Love were healthy, so it would have been a more accurate uh, finals. But it's immediately going to go back to well, LeBron was stellar, but he just didn't have enough teammates. And it's going to have that cap. Even though it started out so good with both overtime games in Golden State and Oakland, it's going to go down as, ah, uh, oh, damn, too bad that... Cleveland wasn't healthy. We'd have had a better finals. Yeah, but LeBron hurt himself. He had that great out when Kyrie got hurt after game one. And then he gave Cleveland fans hope again. Up 2-1, he gave them hope. You know? so well, now, yeah. He, he kind of got rid of that. Here's the thing, though. I, I think maybe it's easier for Cleveland to take the game Sunday night because there's all that less pressure of being at home, having all those fans there. I think it's easier for LeBron to go get a win in Golden State in game five. Yeah, maybe. Um Again, I've said it all along this entire series, uh, and after Cleveland got their first win in this series, I was convinced they wouldn't get another one. And um, Golden State played basketball. Cleveland didn't touch them. Golden State played Golden State basketball. It was a 20-point win. Yeah, I mean, you know, we figured that was going to happen sooner or later. It yeah. just took a while to get there. You know, and once Golden State gets in a roll, it's hard to see them going backwards, but... I never count LeBron James out, you know. Can he stay out to stay on the floor? That's the key. And you know, last night, uh, you know, they, they a couple of the Golden State players said that LeBron flopped and LeBron fell and on his own, you know, he dove into the cameras. But you know, he gassed himself pretty good, uh, you know, last night. And then you get into looking at LeBron, he's got to, uh, he's going to have to, you know, keep it under control a little bit, a little less flopping because if he hurts himself doing one of those things like he did last night, that's that. All she wrote. Sorry, I got slightly distracted. Yeah, I don't blame you. Can you imagine like the, the, the murderous game it would be if LeBron got hurt? God. Uh, it would just be it would be horrendous for the NBA because they would have to start a non-finals final. Could you, could you just throw in the flag, you know, throw in the towel at that point and say, hey, sorry, we're going to just knock it off? Because last night, look, LeBron sat down. He always sat down on the side of the fourth quarter. He sat down for 42 seconds. No, it was I mean, long. It was a little over a minute, but barely. Well, it was a little over a minute with the, the changeover to the fourth yeah. quarter. But we saw how an Adelaide can be. And we saw why LeBron is getting triple doubles. Because he's the best point that they have. And he's the best power forward they have. Yeah, I mean. And he's the best center they have. Yeah. And he's the best. Yeah, I mean, everyone across LeBron for all the shots he's taken, he has to. I mean, there's yeah. no doubt. He has to. He has to. Yeah, he probably will have the uh, the lowest shooting percentage of somebody scoring over 20 points ever in the NBA Finals, but he has no choice. No choice. I would almost argue, I mean, back in the day, I'll, I'll go back to Magic Johnson. Had got to play center for the Lakers. His first, first year, right? Yeah. First second year, yeah. 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 And they won the game. Um, and, you know, it goes back to 
when a player has to do certain things, I mean, I mean, here's the, everyone wants to make a big deal that LeBron's got a triple double and almost had one every game. Well, when you have zero teammates and when you're handling the ball 80% of the time, way more than anybody else in the playoffs, you're probably going to be able to pass. And I'm not trying to take it away from LeBron. Bad thing when a guy's got to have a triple-double. When a guy's going to have a triple-double, like LeBron or anybody for that matter, it means he's got no help. And when you look at the stat line last night for the Game 4 win for the uh, or, uh, yeah, Game four win for the Golden State Warriors, you had two guys on Golden State with, that were tied at leading scorer at 22. You had two guys uh, tied for rebounds and uh, I can't remember who was the assist leader, but two of the three statistical leads were a tie. What that screams to me is, is that's a team. Sure. That's a team. You got more than one guy putting in points. You got more than one guy you got more than one guy addition assists. The team is always going to beat the player every time, no matter how good the player is. Is this is LeBron an anomaly though in the fact that if we ever had one NBA player who could be the best player in the league at three and maybe four positions? I mean Jordan was a no great... Johnson. Magic Johnson was that guy. Magic Johnson was the guy that carved this mold that LeBron's in right now. Uh, think about it for a second. Magic was that big. He was eight inches taller than every other point guard in the league, and he was a point guard. And he was a point guard that could play forward, uh, shooting guard. Uh, he yeah, played the post. Right, right, but Magic, he could play every position. But Magic wasn't the best at every one of those positions. You could argue that LeBron's the best power forward in the league. He's the best small forward in the league. He's the best shooting guard in the league. I mean, three of those top positions, he could, you could argue that Magic Johnson could play all those positions, but he wasn't the best at all those positions. Uh, he might have been. I don't know. He's, he's a be, he was a better player than Michael Jordan. That's, that's insane. I didn't say that. Right. So, I, I so, said he was. I, I said he excelled at right, every one of those positions. Right, but as shooting guard, he wasn't the best player. LeBron is. LeBron's the best small forward in the league. LeBron's the best Magic power forward. Magic was a great shooter. Right. Magic was a better shooter than LeBron. Right. What's LeBron's shooting percentage right now? Twenty-seven right. percent. But at, at the time, he wasn't. Magic was not the best shooting guard in the league. Jordan would have been. All I'm saying is right now, LeBron is the best in the league at three different positions. The best in the league at least three of those positions, possibly four. Uh, that's that's probably fair. I mean, I, I, I would almost argue Magic was the best player at every position on the, on the, on the he court. He was not the best center in the league. No. Hakeem Olajuwon was 100 times better than Magic at center. Doubt it. Doubt it. Come on. Doubt I doubt that one-on-one Hakeem uh, would have beaten LeBron, Magic. I, I, I doubt that. Here's, here's, here's my argument. And this is hard for me to do because he's a Michigan State Spartan. But I think Magic Johnson's the best player in NBA history. He played every position and he excelled. That's unfair though, because the lane opened wide up for him because guys thought they were good age if they did if they defended him. So that's not that fair. was way late. He, he <laughs> retired the minute he announced he had it was HIV positive. Shut up with that. And the other thing is, is he was in a more brutal league. So he was in a more brutal league when you couldn't be six eight or six ten like Magic was. And play center when you're getting banged around by seven footers. Matter of fact, he was in an era when when the big man was maybe the most dominant in the history of the NBA. There were a lot of great, great seven footers in the NBA in Magic Johnson's era. Yeah, you know, 
I dislike Magic a lot. Why? Now, here's why now. Because I almost got in a fist fight with somebody at Walmart last night about Magic Johnson. All right, so Magic Johnson, obviously, passers in NBA. He, he probably is the greatest passer in NBA okay, history. Okay, I'm not talking overall. I'm saying... No, wait. So he's the greatest passer in NBA history, maybe, right? Maybe. Maybe. You, you don't think he had a good shot? You don't think he could shoot the ball? I'm not saying he couldn't. I don't think he was the best at his time. Well, LeBron's not the best shooter of his time either. No, I'm, no, but I'm saying at shooting guard, LeBron is the best player at that position right now. At the three, LeBron's the best player in the league at that position right now. At the four, LeBron's the best player in the league at that position right now. At three of those positions. Yeah, shooting what, guard anymore doesn't just encompass shooting. One of the things I've always deferred to with Stiller is that you know he was like the first to make the comparison with LeBron and Magic Johnson because those two are are in similar territory because there's not too many guys in NBA history that can play all five positions. Agreed. Guys can play all five positions. I, I, I can't even think of another guy that can play all five positions like uh, like Magic and LeBron. So maybe the comparisons to Jordan aren't nearly as fair as the comparisons with LeBron and Magic. Right. And we never hear the comparisons with LeBron and Magic. Right. My only point was, and Magic may be a better player than LeBron is, but all I'm saying is at the time, when Magic played, he wasn't the best at multiple at three positions in the league. LeBron arguably is right now the best at least three of those positions. Uh, Not all time, right now in the league. That's debatable. That's debatable. Right, who, who, you would, you don't think LeBron so is the best power forward in the league? Well, he's not the best point guard. I didn't say he was. All right, no, wait. The best point guard, maybe of not, all time. No, I'm not talking no, about no, all no, time. Magic was a better point guard than LeBron. That's not what you're missing the comparison. No, wait. Magic was a better shooting guard than LeBron. Not between the two. I'm saying right now, LeBron is the best in the league at three positions at least. Which in the three? league. Not not point guard. No. Not even close. No. Shooting guard? Not shooting guard. Because not even close. Shooting guard isn't just, who's a better shooting guard than LeBron right now? Everybody. No. LeBron shoots 30% right. from outside. But shooting guard doesn't just involve shooting anymore. Yes, it does. No, the best shooting guard is the title of the freaking no, position. I, I understand shooting that. Shooting guard. I, I, shooting guard now encompasses more than that. Creating your own shot is almost more important as a shooting guard anymore. I'm not buying LeBron's best shooting guard in the league right Who's now. Who's better? Uh, anybody on Golden State. Uh, let's see, who else you got? Steph Curry's a point guard. So. Well, but I mean, they, they kind of change roles between point guard and shooting guard. That's the beauty of the Splash Brothers. I'm just saying, don't forget about. Uh, he's. Steph Curry's listening to the starting lineup as a point guard. I'm just saying, okay, so in terms of, here's the thing. Those names don't even count really anymore because now it's all numbers. LeBron's the best two, three, and four in the league at his position. How often does that happen in NBA history? LeBron. I'm not saying that Magic's not better than LeBron. That, that's, that's not the comparison. I'm saying right now, LeBron is the best at three positions in the league. LeBron is the best power forward in the history of the NBA. I'm, I'm not talking about the history. I'm saying right now. I don't, I don't care what you're saying. I'm saying... LeBron, you're hijacking my point. Listen, LeBron is the best power forward in NBA history. Okay. And he's adequate, adequate at every other position. There's, there's at least five 
guys at every other position better than him at point guard, at shooting guard, at center, and at uh, small forward. There is not a better small forward in the league. Uh, I take that back. Uh, LeBron's the number one small forward and the number one power forward in the league. That's all I'll give him. He's, he's two. Okay, that's he's fine. He's not three. Okay, that's fine, but how many times in NBA history has the guy been the best in the league at two positions? Very rare. The best in the league. It's hard enough to be the best in the league at one. Michael Jordan was a great point guard, a great shooting guard, and a great small forward. The only thing Michael didn't have was size. I guess. He had a point guard, though, on those teams. Yeah, but he played the point when he needed to. We all know that. Right, when he needed to. LeBron played the point when he needed to. Yeah, we're not talking about need, want, wish. We're talking about their ability. I'm just saying the only reason LeBron's great and, and dealing with these triple doubles is because of Kyrie. So you really and because Delavadova is going to be the guy that's going to be the assist leader of the team. So you're really saying Magic's the best in, in the player in the NBA history? Who? You, you said Magic's the best yeah, player in NBA history? Yeah, you know what? Magic history? Johnson is the best player in NBA history. Man, oh man. Can't wait to send this home to your family. Can't wait what? Send this tape home to your family. Talking about a Michigan State guy like that. Send it. Because he's a Detroiter. The only downside to Magic is he's a Michigan State guy. But he's a Detroiter. He's a Detroit boy. Yeah, well. And I love you, Magic. I'm not, I'm not going to love you in that kind of way because you're not helping. <laughs> but I love you. And that's why I got in the fight with the guy. I mean, we almost went to punches last night at Walmart because Magic Johnson would be the only guy who's gotten fatter and lived that long having AIDS. I, I totally don't believe it. That's because he spent every freaking dime he had of Jerry Bustle's money to <laughs> heal himself. Serious. I mean, you talk about a guy that's on the uh, ownership group of the L.A. Dodgers that has a $500 million payroll. He's got the coin to buy the best bets that money can buy. Well, he never had it, but nothing either here there. Hey, let's take a break. Four Times Admiral Radio Show. I'm at Billy Elvis, FBS, Sports Fan. We're with you every weeknight from 7 to 9 and every Friday. It's Wrigley Field Farm Grill in Georgetown North. Stick around. Hour number two begins next on the BS Sports Show. Okay, so what do you have? Ryan, what do you think? Oh, uh... Oh. Um... Lollygag, it ain't for leaders. They're too busy making plays happen. Answering the call. Earning their big boy pants. Isn't it time to be the leader you were born to be? The playbook's right there, Captain. What's the call? We'll have nachos, fried pickles, pretzels, buffalitos, honey barbecue wings, and waters all around. Grab a seat. The game is on. Buffalo Wild Wings. Wings, beer, sports. Ugh, I hate these big-ass prices. Sounds like you could use some big-ass savings. I'd love some big-ass savings. Kmart Shop Your Way members save 30 cents a gallon. 30 cents a gallon? That's a big-ass discount. Big-ass discount. A really big-ass discount. Really big-ass discount. Honey, this solves your big-ass problem. Totally solves my big-ass problem. Yeah, look at that big-ass truck. Big-ass man. Hello, Big Ass Man! Shop your way, members. Get Big Ass Savings. Save 30 cents a gallon when you spend $50 or more at Kmart. Meet the fuel-efficient Ford Focus. Along with great handling, the Focus also comes with Girls' Night Out and Girls' Night In and Road Trips and the Scenic Route and Swimming and Weekly Car Washes and Making Connections and Unexpected Speed Dating. Only Ford gives you EcoBoost fuel economy and a whole lot more. With so many ands, where will you end up? The fuel-efficient Ford Focus. This is Gary Snyder from The Gary Snyder Show. 
and I have a couple of important questions for you. Do you need some extra cash, and do you have any scrap metal laying around? If you answered yes to either question, which we know you did, after all, this is Indiana, then you need to give Clarks a call today, 260-356-8314. That's 260-356-8314. Clarks wants all of your scrap metal, broken down appliances, old cars, computer parts, copper, aluminum, and even your old cell phones. If it's scrap and if it's metal, Clarks wants it, and they will pay top dollar for it. Clarks is located at 100 Heightsfield Street in Huntington, and they are open weekdays from 8 to 4.30 p.m. Or just give them a ring, 260-356-8314. That's 260-356-8314. Clarks, they want all of your scrap metal. Chapman's Brewing Company is Northeast Indiana's newest microbrewery. Located in Angola, Indiana, Chapman's is what it means to be local. Chapman's recently launched their American Ale Cider that is a unique combination of malted barley, Cascade hops, and fresh apple juice that appeals to both beer drinkers and cider lovers alike. It is truly more than a beer and more than a cider. Three sips and you'll understand why we love it too. Visit Chapman'sBrewing.com for a retailer nearest you. Hi, this is Billy Elvis, and along with Mo Time, we host the BS Sports Show. Now on Yahoo Sports Radio Indiana, which can be found at indianasportsradio.com. Tune in for our unique slant on the world of sports, covering your teams in the state of Indiana, as well as the top national stories, too. It's the BS Sports Show. I'm at Billy Elvis, Mo Time's at Mo Radio Show, at BS Sports The Fan. Now on Yahoo Sports Radio Indiana at indianasportsradio.com. At McDuff Realty Group, their top priority is helping you achieve maximum results from the purchase or sale of your home. With over 20 years of marketing and sales experience, Joe Shoemaker and his team will provide you with an aggressive, passionate strategy that delivers the results you expect. For real estate services in Central Indiana, call Joe Shoemaker at 317-413-8501 or visit online at mcduffrealty.com. At Royal Home Mortgage, we understand that every borrower is different, so we offer a variety of products to meet your individual mortgage financing needs, including conventional, FHA, VA, USDA, new construction, first-time home buyers, reverse mortgages, and, of course, refinancing. Want to learn more? Just call Brian Graham, the Mortgage Man, at 260-248-8333 or visit him online at ruoff.com backslash Brian Graham and let him help you finance the home of your dreams. Hi, this is Billy Elvis, and along with Mo Time, we host the BS Sports Show weekdays from 7 to 9. And every Friday, as well as Monday, we're at Wrigley Field Bar and Grill, Fort's Best Damn Sports Bar. Fridays, it's part of the original weekend starter party with the all-you-can-eat wing and fish buffet, eight fifty adults, 4 bucks for kids, and great prizes. And Monday, lots of special guests, including Comet Head Coach Gary Graham and Matt Ant's Head Coach Connor Henry. It's the BS Sports Show weekdays 7 to 9, and at Wrigley Field Bar and Grill in Georgetown North every Monday and Friday night. 
When you're looking for a new home, why not seek the counsel of a friend who happens to know the housing market like the back of her hand? Natalie Letterly of United Country Natalie L. Real Estate can answer all questions about buying or selling a home, and she can provide valuable information that's important to your family. Natalie will provide you with a detailed summary of area schools, nearby amenities, and homeowner testimonials about the neighborhood of your choice. Call Natalie, 260-388-9588, and start looking for your new home today. It's the BS Sports Show. You need to calm down. I mean, I'm not that excited about this show, and they pay me. Welcome back to the BS Sports Show, live from the Field Bar and Grill in Georgetown North. Thank you so much for joining us. If you want to be a part of the fun out here, you can. You have until 9 o'clock. We're going to give those grand prizes away. Plus, Monday we'll be back out here. Usually some great guests that join us at Wrigley on Mondays. Buffet is on Mondays. A lot of good, uh, a lot of very good time. Thanks again last night to uh, Pacers play-by-play voice Chris Neri for joining us. Also uh, uh, one of our faves, uh, Connor Henry, who left the Fort Wayne Mad Ants of the NBA D-League and went out to Los Angeles of the, uh, the with the L.A. Defenders the uh, minor league team of the uh, Los Angeles Lakers. And uh, good luck to Connor out there. It'll be it's sad uh, uh, to see Connor go. But, uh, you know, it'll be uh, it'll be good for him to be uh, out there by his family. Uh, you know, it's a bittersweet because the Mad Ants really had their biggest success under uh, under Connor Henry. And now they uh, they look to uh, move forward. So we'll uh, we'll see how that goes. Uh, with, with Henry. Uh, hopefully the defenders will make a trip to the Cubs this year. We got into a little bit of a debate uh, last segment as uh, Billy made the uh, the grand declaration that uh, that Magic Johnson was the best player ever in NBA history. So from at KD9, Billy Ellis must be sick as well, just like Magic, if he thinks Magic was the best player in NBA history. I don't know. I don't think we have stupid. <laughs> you might have something else. But you're sticking the head. I know it was I know it was a controversial statement, but you know, back in the day, obviously having to the NBA to battle his illness. Would there have been any guy you could put in any position and he would excel? I mean, think about his think about where he, I mean Magic Johnson time he was to the Lakers was as much a forerunner in the league as I don't know, I want to say Will Chamberlain when he towered for everybody at center back in the fifties, sixties, you know? I mean, there was nobody, nobody Magic Johnson size playing point guard in the NBA when he came into the league. So he was an anomaly because he was a six ten point guard. Now it's common. Now it's common for six ten guys to to play the point ball, and Magic was the first one that anybody ever said, "Let's let him do it," because he had the capability. So he probably should have been a small forward, or or, or maybe even a power forward uh, with his size and his ability. Uh, but he's a six ten point guard who could. You know, he invented the no-look... Well, he didn't invent the no-look pass. There was a guy by the name of Pistol Pete Maravich doing those things. And Cousy was pretty good with the ball, too. But my point is, is that, 
he was the first guy to play all five positions that was in the league. To me, that makes him a forerunner, a trailblazer, and the best player in NBA history because nobody else before him, nor nobody else since, could play all five positions. Maybe LeBron could, uh, but not better than Magic did. That's my opinion, and I'm sticking to it, and I'll go to my grave on that one, and you can tear me up all you want on that one. You're going to your grave on something you just thought of two minutes ago? Well, I mean, I've always considered Magic my, on my Mount Rushmore. Magic's always been a Mount Rushmore. So what you're saying is, since Magic was the only point guard that, that size at the time, what you're basically saying is he had an unfair advantage, so he was able to pad his stats because he had an unfair advantage over all the other point guards. Yeah, but he could also go play center and post up. I mean, he posted up. He could shoot the outside shot. He was the best passer in NBA history, in my mind. Yeah, we're talking about the Lakers, though, and Magic. And you're talking about him being the greatest of all time. We talk to Jordan, we talk to LeBron, whatever. Kareem have an issue with being pissed off all the time that he doesn't get the recognition. I mean, the guy scored the most points in NBA history, and we never talk about Kareem, ever, in that, in, even in the top ten. He played 50 years. He played till he was 70. He I played. Know, he was probably the most dominant college basketball player of all time, but... We really don't ever talk about Kareem at all when it comes to talking about the Mount Rushmores, the top ten players. Is he right to be a little pissed off when he's the all-time leading scorer? I mean, he's by far the all-time leading scorer. I know. And that's just by virtue of playing eight bazillion years. To me... So longevity makes it a crime against him? Yeah, because he's a pussy. (laughs) Because, Because he didn't play hard enough to have knee issues or leg issues or to have his body break down like big do. He played a soft big man position. He he was he was he was a specialist. You know is a specialist. Three point he's the greatest three point shooter of all time. Doesn't mean he's one of the greatest players of all time? No. Ray Allen's not with he was always a spe- not always. Yeah, if you're a specialist like Kareem was with the sky hook and playing in the paint and like Ray Allen was with the three point shot well, then you better have big numbers. When you're not a specialist, when you will do anything it takes to win, that, that adds to your resume more so than being a specialist. I'm not saying Kareem's a, a slouch. No, I'm, saying I'm just saying he was a specialist. He did what he did well. He didn't play the center position uh, with the style of play to lend itself to be injury-prone. He didn't even run the floor well, man. He was. I mean, when Showtime was trying to run the floor, was holding them back. Magic wanted to run that floor, and Worthy wanted to run that floor, and and and, and Kareem held him back because he couldn't run the floor. He's a big, slow, giant galupa. Stellar at the skyhook, and that was unstoppable, and that's why he amassed the most points. So, it's a great individual effort. Doesn't make you a multi-dimensional player, and my criteria for greatest of all time is being multi-dimensional. LeBron is very multidimensional. He could have a triple-double every night if he wanted to. Same thing with Michael Jordan. Same thing with Magic Johnson. Same thing with my, uh, you know all those that we talk about as amongst the greats of all time. Especially. You're going to hold against Kareem because he developed a shot that was indefensible. He's probably the third best, maybe fourth best center of all time. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with Walt. I'm going to go with... In the pros, he was horrible. Well, I mean, injuries held him back. Okay, so but it doesn't make him one of the best centers of all time in the NBA. He's horrible. Well, you can definitely put Hakeem Olajuwon right? uh, up Agreed. there ahead of of, of of Kareem. You could probably put David Robinson ahead of Kareem. Um, 
you could put, let's see, maybe, uh, I'm reaching. All right, so let's say, say Green's the third best center of all time oh. after Wilton. After, we got Will, Hakeem Olajuwon, David Robinson, maybe David Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah, Shaq was dominant. dominant. Bill Russell. Yeah, but I mean, everybody hardly like the greatest player of all time. Shaq was just giant. He was the biggest, most physically most imposing at his position. Yeah, for Was sure. there anybody bigger no. at center? I mean, the dude weighed 7,000 pounds. If he would just got the hell out of his way, I would. I mean, he's gigantic. He, I think he could be the most dominant NBA player of all time in any position. I mean, he's the most dominant NBA player of all time, for sure. Oh, no question. I mean, now now there's another comparison. Because of the way Wilt dominated when he was the biggest of all big men for most of his career and able to drop 100 points, uh, that just means you're unstoppable. That just means you have no peers. It doesn't mean you're amongst the greats. I don't want to take anything away from Wilt either because he was a phenomenal specimen. But Wilt loses a little cred because everybody wants to say, well, Wilt was just so dominant because there was nobody else seven foot that was athletic. Well, you can't hold that against Wilt. Uh, Wilt should have put 100 points in a game if you're the only seven footer that's athletic. Because back in Wilt's days, if you were seven foot, you barely had any athleticism. Now there's a ton of seven footers that have athleticism. And it's just the, the 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 changing of society over the years with a uh, with 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 training and with, with with everything that's done. Could you imagine if, if Shaq had developed any kind of shot, you know, a 15 footer or made free throws? He could have surpassed Kareem in all time points if he could have developed any kind of 15 footer, 10 footer, 12 footer. I know. I mean, Shaq could have been the, the greatest player of all time had he been able to develop a shot. And, and that's where Shaq will have his knock. Was he dominant? He might have been, you know, when you, when you talk about dominance, Shaq is there with Wilt. Those are the dominant players. The guys that just had no peers during their era. Uh, but they weren't multidimensional. And, and Shaq was the most horrendous free throw shooter I've ever seen. I've never seen anybody more awkward shooting free throws than Shaq. And to me, if you can't hit a free throw, it kind of takes away from your being amongst the greatest of all time. Yeah, I mean, if you're a paid NBA player, shouldn't you at least have to shoot 75% at the free throw line, 70% in order to get paid? I mean, you figure as a pro, you would be a good pro. Yeah, I know. It's... It's really ridiculous, and, and I look at it as they just don't care. No, I agree. Because if they cared, they would get their their free throw percentage because, up. Because honestly, the Clippers probably will be playing in the NBA Finals right now if DeAndre Jordan knew how to hit a free throw. As many times as he was fouled. You, you look at Shaq, though. Was there ever an NBA player that you could think of that had more fun playing the game? I mean, Shaq grew himself into a you know multi-dimensional person. Shaq's got a podcast now. I mean, Shaq is, is an entertainment genius. I'm I'm learning to love Shaq more and more. He's and great. I, I wasn't a big fan of his during just because I thought he was just I thought he underachieved, quite frankly. Really? I, I thought yeah. I thought okay. I thought there was just too much fat on him. And, and how could anybody in the NBA have fat on him? You know, you must not be working hard. I mean, it might, it might not be fair analysis, but that was just my analysis that Shaq knows he's dominant, and he's scared. It's like that dude that, it's like that dude, or I, I'm that dude. Uh, it's like that guy, like me, that knew that all I had to do was show up and I could get C pluses in high school. Um, but if I'm 
fucking at all ways. But I settled because I knew if I just showed up, I, I I was smart enough to be able to get, you know, C pluses on in every course without doing homework and without working hard. That's the way Shaq appeared to be. I never got the opinion Shaq worked hard uh, at his craft. He, he was dominant strictly because he was a, a giant hunk of humanity. Yeah, so so why would you lose weight if you're Shaq? I mean, that's what made him dominant. Not lose dominant. weight, but, but find a way to hustle. All the great ones, the greatest of all time, find ways to improve their game. Michael Jordan has learned to be an outside shooter. Sometimes trying to learn how to be a better outside shooter. He's had his moments. He's doing bad now during this playoff run, but, you know, it's, it's he's just not settling on his laurels that, well, you know, I'm the most athletic guy and I'm the best player in the NBA, but he's still trying to improve himself. I never got the opinion Shaq was trying to improve himself throughout the course of his career. Yeah, I, I don't know. It, it's hard to work for when you for anybody. Let's go closer to home now. You know, sports radio down. All of Yahoo Sports Radio. What pisses about Hibbert is that he doesn't try hard enough. You're right. He's soft. You get that big contract and just. Yeah, he's soft. He's, you know, you, you don't see any fucking hunger out him. I mean, I'll say this, but I, I respect LeBron James. What we've seen now in this, what is it, his fifth straight NBA Finals, his sixth overall appearance, is that the guy doesn't take any time off. He works his tail off, and he'll, he'll bust his ass and give it 110%. He tries to give him a a five-minute blow or whatever, he puts himself back into a game after 60 seconds or 40 seconds right. or whatever. Yeah. So he, he's not soft, that's for sure. So does that make Jack soft? Jack soft. <laughs> Jeff soft for a dominant big man. Here's where you should give Shaq credit. As soon as Shaq stuffed himself in that Buick in that commercial. Yeah. That, I mean, Shaq's got a great personality, though. You know, between him, you know, I, I like Charles Barkley better now. And I was watching some old Charles Barkley clips the other day. Dream Team was back there in '92. I watched this, saw this clip today, and uh, they asked him about playing Angola. <laughs> like, what do you know about Angola? He's like, I don't know about Angola, but I know about to get their ass kicked. <laughs> <laughs> love Shaq. Love his outspokenness. Love Charles Barkley. Charles Barkley to me is more impressive than Shaq. And maybe they don't have the same numbers, and maybe they don't. You know, they didn't play the same. But Charles Barkley's down there. You know, six foot five or whatever, banging him with the seven footers. Yep. And excelling, and that's because Charles had attitude, and that's because Charles worked hard. And Charles could play a lot of different positions as well. He could play the point, he could run the floor. He was smart enough to, to, to. I mean, you didn't want to see it often. He could do it, but when you got Kevin Johnson and some for his point guards, Steve Nash, Kevin Johnson, you don't need to play point if you're Charles Barkley. But I think my my favorite thing about Charles is that you know, he was a power forward that's like the smallest power forward in the history of the NBA. If you think back, how much bigger of a star would Charles be if he's played now with his personality and social media? Yeah, you know, I, I don't know that Charles' career would be as good right now because there's just too much athleticism. That's what I'm saying, but if, if there would have been social media and stuff and, and Charles it was his attitude coming out, how much bigger of a star would Charles have been? Because, you know, people respect Charles Barkley and what have you, but he could have been a mega star with people seeing his his personality. Yeah, you're right. I mean, we gravitate towards the personalities. You know, we might not know who Rick is as much as we do. I mean, obviously they were in a super, two Super Bowls, but 
because of his brashness and because of his willingness to say anything to the media, yeah. uh, Richard Sherman's a bigger personality. We loved those guys. Rodman was a big personality. We loved him. Uh, we, we might have thought he was a freak. Uh, he got smart. He was one of those first guys to develop that. Yeah. Because he wasn't like that in Detroit. Yeah. And then no, he gets to right. Chicago and he realizes, okay, this is how I can become a mega celebrity. Right. Madonna was the one that talked right him into doing that. I mean, it was genius. Well, and and LeBron wasn't nearly the biggest celebrity in Detroit while he was with the Pistons because he got guys like Isaiah and Lambert and Rick Mahorn and, and, and that are going to steal the spotlight from you when you're in Detroit at that era. But once he left, you know, his Antonio days and his Chicago, Chicago days, yeah, he, I mean, he definitely decided that I'm going to make myself a presence and did. And, uh, and, and, Obviously, he was a specialist, too. Nobody's going to put Rodman in the mix of among the greatest players of all time because he was a specialist. He was a rebounder. Uh, he was the greatest rebounder, maybe in NBA history, uh, but, but a specialist, like Kareem with the skyhook, and uh, like the other, like Ray Allen's with the three-pointers, or, or like John Stockton is the assist guy. You know, they're never going to get the nod as amongst, the, you know, the Mount Rushmore or the top five of NBA history. But but by position, by what they did, absolutely they're top five. If you look at something like that, would Rodman be the most impressive player for what he did with his size? You know, he was a small – he didn't have a huge frame banging around with all those big guys. But the way he would get rebounds, how he was a, a, an irritant, could he be the best uh, specialist maybe of all time? He, he's right up there. I think the thing that Rodman had that that people underestimate or maybe don't take into consideration is that he was maybe the best conditioned athlete yeah. in the history of professional team sports in, in the United States. I mean, that dude never got tired. And when he did go out of a game for a minute, he rode the exercise cycle every time he was on the side. He never stopped moving. And he never got tired. Never. And maybe that's why Phil Jackson gave him a free pass and said, Hey, Robin, you're a freak. Go marry yourself with Madonna in Vegas. I know you're going to show up to the game and be in shape. You don't have to come to practice. He never had to work on shots. He just had to rebound. I mean, his conditioning, there's nobody I can think of in my lifetime that was just phenomenal. He was like... He probably could have been triathlete. Scott, we did it while sweating out alcohol all the time. Of alcohol during games. I mean, yeah. he would do it while be not sleeping, being up all night. You know, at the time, he was appearing on um, WCW Wrestling with Hulk Hogan on Mondays, and he would fly to practice during the finals. No, he was doing that. No question. Yeah, I mean, he was one of those personalities that was fascinating because you didn't know what he was going to do. You know, he marries himself uh, with the release of his book, Autobiography. You never know what color his hair was going to be when he got on the floor. Uh, I mean, I remember that gumball he had in San Antonio. It cracked me up. Remember that when he had like, yeah. the, the white hair and the multicolored gumball? I like the green one, the green with the black spots in it. <laughs> I think that's the hair he had when he kicked that cameraman in Minnesota. <laughs> he just never knew what he was going to do. And I know it irritated the hell out of Jordan, but he knew that... This guy is a way to get three straight championships again. Well, I mean, Jordan taught LeBron one thing, if not many things. 
and that was you got to have the right on you. And, and Jordan was very instrumental in grabbing Rodman and saying, "Hey Dennis, one yeah, um, here's what you do." You do what you do best, and the rest of us will do what we do best. And it works out. And maybe one of the few people Robin would listen to is the greatest player in the world. That's what you got going for you when you're the greatest player in the world. And Michael Jordan was one of the few guys that could say, hey, Dennis, all this a little bit attention on winning basketball games and championships. And it worked out. Not many people could get the attention of Robin. Like Does it feel like you used two different players? Randy Quiet, you know, and hair was, you know, perfectly cut. Shirt was tucked in fine, and then goes to Chicago and just becomes a freak. Yeah, I saw his athletic prowess in Detroit, no question, in those championship years. And, uh, and, and he, when they put him in the starting lineup, that was, the, that, was, that was the beginning of the star. Uh, as far as blossoming with all the other crazy stuff he's done, um, you know, maybe that was best that happened after Detroit. To be a real player on that Detroit Pistons team with so many other good players, uh, but you know, he got himself uh, the starting role over Mark McGuire, yeah. uh, the number one pick in the NBA, uh, to uh, to get the starting role. That was just indicative of his hustle and role playing nature. He, he was the greatest role player of all time. Greatest three hundred of all time. When you go to Chicago with Jordan, uh, you know, the cameras are going to be on you. Why not make money? He's smart. All right, uh, we got a lot to get to. Uh, we got the weekend ahead of us, and although we won't have an NBA champ or a Stanley Cup champ when the weekend's over, we'll have a pretty good idea who's got the momentum after Game 5 tomorrow in Tampa with Blackhawks White and Game 5 in Oakland with the Warriors and Cavaliers. Uh, pretty good elimination. Game 5 winner quite often goes on to win a series, no matter what sport you're talking about. Well, we could have a we could have a uh, winner come Monday night. Here. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, at any rate, stick around. Lots to get to. Uh, grand prizes are about to be doled out here at Wrigley Field Barn Grill. Well, yeah, every Friday night at about 8:30. They include the next ninety dollar VIP party, gift certificate to Halter Pool Tables in New Haven, whole bunch of tickets and giveaways galore. So uh, yes, indeed. If you're not here tonight by 8:30, well. Next Friday and every Friday, by the grand prize as part of the original weekend starter party. Plus, if, that means if you're giving away, you know what I'm doing next. Talking to the second half jazz. Second half jazz is lined up. You guys are gonna probably spend a little time on uh, American Pharaoh, aren't you? A little bit on that. Yeah. I figure we'll talk about you know uh, curling, maybe a little bit. Ah. Uh, uh, you know. I've curled. Have you? Uh, no. Well, I'm curled. No, no, I, I want to, but I figured just because I'm bad at, you know, why not add it? Another reason to wear a diaper. But we'll, we'll talk about that chance coming up next, and uh, of course we'll talk about NBA Finals, NHL Finals, and uh, you know what you've been winning a ton of money lately on UFC. Right. Yeah. All right, second chance line up while I'm doing all the plays, and we uh, have a half hour remaining of the BS Sports Show. So stick around. Watch yet to get to Low Times MO Radio Show. I'm at Billy Elvis at BS Sports. The fan find us on Facebook as well. And uh, if you're listening at the BSSportsShow.com via Blog Talk Radio, thank you. Uh, we're also IndianaSportsRadio.com. And uh, that is the new home of Yahoo Sports.
Sports Radio in Seattle, which you'll find our show. Monday through Friday from 7 to 9. Stick Now on Yahoo Sports Radio Indiana, which can be found at indianasportsradio.com. Tune in for our unique slant on the world of sports, covering your teams in the state of Indiana, as well as the top national stories, too. It's the BS Sports Show. I'm at Billy Elvis, Mo Times, at Mo Radio Show, at BS Sports The Fan. Now on Yahoo Sports Radio Indiana at indianasportsradio.com. At McDuff Realty Group, their top priority is helping you achieve maximum results from the purchase or sale of your home. With over 20 years of marketing and sales experience, Joe Shoemaker and his team will provide you with an aggressive, passionate strategy that delivers the results you expect. For real estate services in Central Indiana, call Joe Shoemaker at 317-413-8501 or visit online at mcduffrealty.com. At Roof Home Mortgage, we understand that every borrower is different, so we offer a variety of products to meet your individual mortgage financing needs, including conventional, FHA, VA, USDA, new construction, first-time home buyers, reverse mortgages, and, of course, refinancing. Want to learn more? Just call Brian Graham, the Mortgage Man, at 260-248-8333 or visit him online at ruoff.com backslash Brian Graham and let him help you finance the home of your dreams. Hi, this is Billy Elvis, and along with Mo Time, we host the BS Sports Show weekdays from 7 to 9. And every Friday, as well as Monday, we're at Wrigley Field Bar and Grill, Fort's Best Damn Sports Bar. Fridays, it's part of the original weekend starter party with the all-you-can-eat wing and fish buffet, 850 adults, 4 bucks for kids, and great prizes. And Monday, lots of special guests, including Comet Head Coach Gary Graham and Matt Ant's Head Coach Connor Henry. It's the BS Sports Show weekdays 7 to 9, and at Wrigley Field Bar and Grill in Georgetown North every Monday and Friday night. Okay, so what do you have? Ryan, what do you think? Oh, uh... Oh. Um... Lollygagging ain't for leaders. They're too busy making plays happen. Answering the call. Earning their big boy pants. Isn't it time to be the leader you were born to be? The playbook's right there, Captain. What's the call? We'll have nachos, fried pickles, pretzels, buffalitos, honey barbecue wings, and waters all around. Grab a seat. The game is on. Buffalo Wild Wings. Wings, beer, sports. Ugh, I hate these big-ass prices. Sounds like you could use some big-ass savings. I'd love some big-ass savings. Kmart Shop Your Way members save 30 cents a gallon. 30 cents a gallon? That's a big-ass discount. Big-ass discount. A really big-ass discount. Really big-ass discount. Honey, this solves your big-ass problem. Totally solves my big-ass problem. Dad, look at that big-ass truck. Big-ass man. Hello, Big Ass Man! Shop your way, members. Get Big Ass Savings. Save 30 cents a gallon when you spend $50 or more at Kmart. Meet the fuel-efficient Ford Focus. Along with great handling, the Focus also comes with Girls' Night Out and Girls' Night In and Road Trips and the Scenic Route and Swimming and Weekly Car Washes and Making Connections and Unexpected Speed Dating. Only Ford gives you EcoBoost fuel economy and a whole lot more. With so many ands, where will you end up? The fuel-efficient Ford Focus. This is Gary Snyder from The Gary Snyder Show, and I have a couple of important questions for you. Do you need some extra cash, and do you have any scrap metal laying around? 
If you answered yes to either question, which we know you did, after all, this is Indiana, then you need to give Clark's a call today, 260-356-8314. That's 260-356-8314. Clark's wants all of your scrap metal, broken down appliances, old cars, computer parts, copper, aluminum, and even your old cell phones. If it's scrap and if it's metal, Clark's wants it and they will pay top dollar for it. Clark's is located at 100 Heightsfield Street in Huntington and they are open weekdays from 8 to 4.30 p.m. Or just give them a ring, 260-356-8314. That's 260-356-8314. Clark's. They want all of your scrap This is going to make a real difference in the lives of millions of Americans. It's the BS Sports Show. In Georgetown North. Uh, so we can start a party going on. Don't forget, we'll be back here again Monday. Monday, Monday, Monday. You should be. And now we'll talk about the uh, sports Friday from sports. And uh, six game down. Our good buddy, second half chance, joins us in the lovely San Diego, California. How was uh, how are things in San Diego today? San Diego, as always, is San Diego. But uh, so does that mean if uh, if everything goes right Monday night, you'll you could see a, a Stanley Cup champion right at, the, at your uh, Monday night event? Very well, could very well, could. I I hope we. I'm keeping my fingers crossed the Blackhawks, but uh, yeah, and, and remember, Mo, I'm 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 still basking in the glory that is uh, giving out a superfecta on the, on the Belmont Stakes Day. Yeah. So uh, you know that that got me through the whole week. Do you feel like taking a week or two off after you do that? Nah. <laughs> so Sports Betting Weekly going to be live again tomorrow. Yeah, we're uh, we're going to be covering. Uh, it's a game five weekend, and I mentioned to a few people today that I was talking with this is that game fives traditionally have been the game you have to win. If you lose it, you could win, but you don't win a lot. Well, you know, uh, when you look at uh, when you look at, at hockey, it, it's been quite the series so far. It's been back and forth somewhat. Is is it gotten to the point to where you want to keep betting the hockey because it's been a little a uh, little unpredictable, or are you uh, you ready to jump back in with both feet come tomorrow night's game? Well, if if you know that we talk about it with our six bets a game dot com philosophy, is that taking that one and a half goal or giving that one and a half goal, and when you have every game being a one point game, that one and a half becomes pretty important. Right, for sure, for sure. It, do you have a feel either way uh, of which way you want to go for tomorrow night's game? Well, that's the beauty of it. As you know, I I don't. I I defer to the experts, um, and that's why I, lately, as you know, when it's football season, Mo, I've got a lot to say. But the rest of the year, I'm listening to other people, and you know, they're all doing very pretty good. So uh, when I am able to throw in a superfecta, I feel like I'm at least pulling my own weight. <laughs> when we look at basketball, 
you know, the uh, the Cavs got blown out last night. Does that help, though, if, if you like the Cavs still coming up in Game 5? Does that help you get some better action? Will the lines uh, adjust and be bigger since Golden State goes back home? It oh, looks like the, the Cavs totally fired out. Golden State's game to lose now. But the funny part about it is it really has been the kind of series that just shows you why the sports books will always take your money because it's crazy stuff is happening. Just when you think you figure it out, it goes the opposite way. Will, will a big win in Cleveland for Golden State with them going back home, will that make it? Uh, you know, will that make me get better odds for my money if I'm betting Cleveland on Sunday night? You probably are going to. Uh, you know, of course, you're, they're, they're on the road, so you're going to get some points. But remember, up to that point, Cleveland was covering every game. Right. Well, it's not no. the first game. Remember, the first game was that weird game. They should have won. They should have covered, but they because of the overtime. And then you get back to back overtimes. It's just been a really funny series to watch. And and people that did have Cleveland um, for the series, they got to be shaking their heads because it looked like they had it. With uh, with horse racing, does this give uh, give horse racing a triple crown winner, or a little bit for the fact that? Will it be as much exciting if it gets close again next year? Since it had been what thirty-seven years, will there be excitement? Uh, uh, is it helping or hurting the horse racing with that uh, American? The barrel? problem is, Mo, it, it's already over. How much horse racing are you going to talk this week? Yeah, horse racing has Kentucky Derby and Triple Crown. If the guys keep the horse keeps winning, and Breeders' Cup, which they stretched into two uh, days. If you live near a nice racetrack in the summer. So maybe a, a Del Mar, a Saratoga, any track that, that has some big races. You can catch a, a couple good races, but you're not going to catch days like that. And that's part of the problem with uh, with thoroughbred racing. They're trying to be a great product every single day of the year, and no other league tries to do that. Is, is Where does American Pharaoh rank in, in the history of horse racing triple crown winners? Obviously, you know, nobody but where up there? Does that horse go well, there? there? There was no affirmed Aladar this year. This horse was the yeah. best horse of these horses. That's it. Nothing more than that. He was the best horse of these horses. He's not the greatest horse that ever lived. These horses made him look like that, but he did what he had to do. And if you look at the time of the Belmont versus the Secretariat time, you got a little feel for, oh, my goodness, what a big, big difference it was, you know? Well, yeah, because Secretariat, they had to go to a shot that had never been used in horse racing or since because Secretariat was, what, 30-some lengths ahead at that point? Yeah, yeah. It looks like a workout. Yeah, it, it, it was American Pharaoh. I'll tell you the cool thing. Watching that race, it almost gave me goosebumps. And I'm not even, you know, a huge horse racing fan, but they reacted like they were, you know, at a football game as a horse race. It was cool seeing the crowd really get into it. Exactly. And, and, and again, um, New York deserves all the New York gets. New York gets beat up a lot. New York deserves to have good things happen there, you know. Um, you know, the, the Knicks haven't brought anything home. The Mets have spent a while, you know. You make fun of the Cubbies, but the Yankees aren't exactly kicking butt this year, you know. Yeah, is, I last say that uh, – uh, SI Sportsman of the Year. Do you have a problem with the horse being the, the Sportsman of the Year? Yeah, it's you know every thirty-seven years they can do that. 
So you start looking towards football season. I, I know you got to be getting anxious. Is there is there a, a, a early feeling for any? Uh, I mean, to develop that. You know what I I might like this team a little bit this year. Just you know, or is there a team that? Well, because that I'm a week by week, you know. I'm a week-by-week guy. What I did notice is they had the first week's lines up, and we're going to talk about that on the show tomorrow. The first uh, week's NFL games are up, and that, and I and you and I, Mo, are on the same page about futures. If it's a future, it's got to be something special. The Kentucky Derby is a fine example. That's something I have no trouble betting down the road, you know. But uh, I have trouble betting week one of the NFL in June. Sure, but how, let me ask you this. How will the odds change between now and the Friday before that? that will they change a ton? Get them? Oh, it depends on what happens. You know, people get traded, people get injured, people, you know, uh, all kinds of weird things could happen for sure. And that's what you're looking for. You're looking for a hunch. You're looking for a situation where you've got a team that's only given a little and you think they should be given more, or a team that is getting way too many and you think they could win the game outright. And that usually becomes because you know more about that team than most people do. And, and it usually is a team that you follow. If you were going to put a future bet on now, is there a team that sticks out that you would uh, you would put your money on right now? As a sad, I know you're not a big futures bet guy, but right now, is there a team that you would lay some money down on? Uh, as long as New England doesn't win, because I still got a few of their footballs left. <laughs> and yeah. it really, Mo, for me, it becomes that I don't want I don't want another New England uh, championship right now. Let me sell out of my football sometime in August or September, and then we'll talk. All right. New England Super Bowl football. I have to imagine that uh, the, these things are, are pretty incredible looking, even though it is New England. I have to imagine they're pretty awesome. The amount of haters that have come out on our Facebook page <laughs> to just make disparaging comments. Now, you know, I'm in San Diego, Mo. We hate the Patriots as much as anybody. But I had to block people on Facebook. They crossed the line. It's amazing the hate that's out there. Yeah, you're right. It is, but the the Patriots lovers, Notre Dame fans, they they love their team. Like no other. you've got some pretty cool Notre Dame autograph items. What are some of the favorite items that you have uh, right now? Championship football. Oh yeah, well you know what? As you know, well, you may not know, but uh, um, Eric Parsegian just had a birthday in May, uh, less than a month ago. He turned, I think, ninety one or ninety two. You know, how many years? No, he well he he was kind enough to sign some national championship footballs for us. We got uh, we're really excited about the website. Come check it out, championshipfootballs dot com. We've got a little bit of everything on there. Just don't put any more of the uh, blow up doll murder thing. I don't want to see that anymore. I've seen it like nine times already. <laughs> if uh, people are looking to get in the sports rager and they want to uh, check out the weekend sports tomorrow, uh, eleven a.m. Eastern, we're full check. It out. Yeah, it's. I used to say if you're going to make one bet, but if you're even thinking of making one sports wager this weekend, sportsbettingweekly.com, you got to listen because the guys know what they're doing. And, they, you know, every single week somebody's giving out winners. Uh, Twitter, check out sportsbetting.
Com. Weekend month, play uh, all the week in the world uh, as you guys are wagering this week. Appreciate your help. Always be cashing, buddy. There you go. Take a break. Wrap up this ad. Live from Wrigley Field, Iron Grill in Georgetown North. You're listening to the B Show on at BS Sports Radio Show. This is the BS Sports Show. Hi, this is Billy Elvis, and along with Mo Time, we host the BS Sports Show. Now on Yahoo Sports Radio Indiana, which can be found at indianasportsradio.com. Tune in for our unique slant on the world of sports, covering your teams in the state of Indiana, as well as the top national stories, too. The BS Sports Show. I'm at Billy Elvis, Mo Time's at Mo Radio Show, at BS Sports The Fan. Now on Yahoo Sports Radio Indiana at indianasportsradio.com. At McDuff Realty Group, their top priority is helping you achieve maximum results from the purchase or sale of your home. With over 20 years of marketing and sales experience, Joe Shoemaker and his team will provide you with an aggressive, passionate strategy that delivers the results you expect. For real estate services in central Indiana, call Joe Shoemaker at 317-413-8501 or visit online at mcduffrealty.com. At Roof Home Mortgage, we understand that every borrower is different, so we offer a variety of products to meet your individual mortgage financing needs, including conventional, FHA, VA, USDA, new construction, first-time home buyers, reverse mortgages, and, of course, refinancing. Want to learn more? Just call Brian Graham, the Mortgage Man, at 260-248-8333, or visit him online at ruoff.com backslash Graham. And let them help you finance the home of your dreams. Hi, this is Billy Elvis, and along with Mo Time, we host the BS Sports Show weekdays from 7 to 9. And every Friday, as well as Monday, we're at Wrigley Field Bar and Grill, Fort's Best Damn Sports Bar. Fridays, it's part of the original weekend starter party with the all-you-can-eat wing and fish buffet, $8.50 adults, 4 bucks for kids, and great prizes. And Monday, lots of special guests, including Comet Head Coach Gary Graham and Matt Ant's Head Coach Connor Henry. It's the BS Sports Show weekdays 7 to 9, and at Wrigley Field Bar and Grill in Georgetown North every Monday and Friday night. Okay, so what do you have? Ryan, what do you think? Oh, uh... Oh. Um... Lolly gang, it ain't for leaders. They're too busy making plays happen. Answering the call. Earning their big boy pants. Isn't it time to be the leader you were born to be? The playbook's right there, Captain. What's the call? We'll have nachos, fried pickles, pretzels, buffaletos, honey barbecue wings, and waters all around. Grab a seat. The game is on. Buffalo Wild Wings. Wings, beer, sports. Ugh, I hate these big-ass prices. Sounds like you could use some big-ass savings. I'd love some big-ass savings. Kmart Shop Your Way members save 30 cents a gallon. 30 cents a gallon? That's a big-ass discount. Big-ass discount. A really big-ass discount. Really big-ass discount. Honey, this solves your big-ass problem. Totally solves my big-ass problem. Dad, look at that big-ass truck. Big-ass man. Shop your way, members. Get big gas savings. Save 30 cents a gallon when you spend $50 or more at Kmart. Meet the fuel-efficient Ford Focus. Along with great handling, the Focus also comes with Girls' Night Out and Girls' Night In and Road Trips and the Scenic Route and Swimming and Weekly Car Washes and Making Connections and Unexpected Speed Dating. Only Ford gives you EcoBoost fuel economy and a whole lot more. With so many ands, where will you end up? The fuel-efficient Ford Focus. This is Gary Snyder from The Gary Snyder Show. 
and I have a couple of important questions for you. Do you need some extra cash, and do you have any scrap metal laying around? If you answered yes to either question, which we know you did, after all, this is Indiana, then you need to give Clarks a call today, 260-356-8314. That's 260-356-8314. Clarks wants all of your scrap metal, broken down appliances, old cars, computer parts, copper, aluminum, and even your old cell phones. If it's scrap and if it's metal, Clarks wants it, and they will pay top dollar for it. Clarks is located at 100 Heightsfield Street in Huntington, and they are open weekdays from 8 to 4.30 p.m. Or just give them a ring, 260-356-8314. That's 260-356-8314. Clarks, they want all of your scrap metal. Chapman's Brewing Company is Northeast Indiana's newest microbrewery. Located in Angola, Indiana, Chapman's is what it means to be local. Chapman's recently launched their American Ale Cider that is a unique combination of malted barley, Cascade hops, and fresh apple juice that appeals to both beer drinkers and cider lovers alike. It is truly more than a beer and more than a cider. Three sips and you'll understand why we love it too. Visit Chapman'sBrewing.com for a retailer nearest you. more than just a show. It's life itself. It is everything. It's the BS Sports Show. And we're up on the night. As always, we're tuning in. Weeknight 7 to 9, it's the BS Sports Show. I'm a partner in most times. I'm already showing up silly of us at BS Sports Fan. I did get to sing the tune. I had a song for me, so I couldn't do the tune. I wanted to say it was maybe to LeBron James that we talked about. Anybody's being leaned on in a championship, it would be LeBron James. I mean, think about it. Think about championship series in all sports in the last decade, maybe even longer, has had to do more for their team in a championship series than LeBron's had to do for the Cavs in this series. I mean, he's already cemented himself as one of the most stellar players of all time and added to that legacy by his performance thus far in this two series of the NBA. But you know, that's why that lean on me. Everybody's leaning on LeBron in Cleveland. The whole city of Cleveland's leaning on LeBron right now. LeBron needs somebody he can lean on so he can take a break. Yeah, that's the sad thing. Um, thank you. had a competitive final. Generally, that if, now, you think about Kyrie Irving, who's regarded as amongst the best point guards in the league. You consider Kevin Love, who's regarded as one of the best forwards in the league. Both all-stars lose those guys, and and the Cavs are still in this series, tied 2-2. That's pretty amazing. Yeah, I mean, at least today they are. I, I don't know if they, today they stay close the rest of the time, but at least today it's been a good series so far. On on Wednesday though, or on Monday, we'll be saying, "Well, it's still a good close series." 
Doubtful. Sadly doubtful. Well, and, you know, the longer the season goes, probably what Steve Kerr is doing, you know, all of his uh, expertise um, as a NBA Finals games with the Bulls and with the Spurs. With this Golden State Warriors team, is hey, dudes, you have more depth than they do. We're going to wear them out. We're going to just get better than them as the series goes on. And Golden State is obviously feeling very, very confident, finally having gotten that big 20 point win last night in Cleveland and knowing they've just got to take care of home quarter, which they did so well in amassing their 67 season. Yeah, you know, it, it, you watch that, uh, the game last night, the first time out with Steve Kerr saying, just weather this, when the Cleveland's up nothing, weather this, weather this, get through this, we've, yeah. we've got more depth than them. Right. We, they're going to get tired, and they did. He was exactly right. They got tired, and then very quickly. Uh, I mean, when it's just, that's what's been mind-boggling, um, but you know, obviously, Steve Kerr brings that experience, and everybody's talking about in the finals. But yeah, Steve Kerr's definitely a rookie coach, but Steve Kerr has been there as a player. To me, that's more important than having been there as a coach in the finals. It really is. Well, last won 18 championships, and he's no slouch. I mean, granted, it was in Europe, but he's no slouch. But how many? NBA Finals you've been a part of? I'm sure he's watched. He's probably watched some. <laughs> I'm sure. Saw the highlights on Sports Center. White on NBA K15. I don't know. Uh, no, no. Yeah, but you know that poor bastard though. You you take your first NBA job and all of a sudden LeBron James falls in your lap a week later. I mean, you know, that's uh, not easy. Yeah, it was definitely a different endeavor. He's thinking to himself as a job. Wow, well, I got a whole bunch of great young guys. I'm gonna have uh, the number one. I'm going to have Kyrie Irving, a, a former number one pick. Man, this is great. I can, I can teach these young guys. How to, oh, wait a minute. I got LeBron. Uh, never mind. I'm not coaching anymore. <laughs> you know, if LeBron would left well enough alone and let Andrew Wiggins stay, he'd have help right now in the finals. A guy who, who blossomed into a, an incredible player, you know, for a rookie in the second half of the season. This is true. I think LeBron felt threatened, though, because they play these, in the same position. A lot younger guy. The guy who people, he started, they started calling him the next LeBron. You know, when the next Michael is the next LeBron. So, and he didn't sign with his manager way out. I don't know. I don't see it that way. I really don't see it that way. I, I don't think LeBron's threatened by anybody on the planet, let alone Andrew Wiggins. I don't know. When you're getting up there. No, it was more about LeBron getting up there and not worried about somebody taking over, you know, his role as the best player in the world. It's more about, I, I need to get some guys with experience because I might only have a year or two left. What people don't realize is truly how much time LeBron has left. We don't because we've seen him get tired in the finals. He's in uncharted territory. I mean, none of us were alive when the Boston Celtics were ripping off uh, NBA finals appearances every year in the 60s. So he's in uncharted territory and playing in the finals every single year now, five straight years. And his body's wearing out from having to carry the team too much. And, you know, we don't know that LeBron's done in a year or two. I mean, we really don't. Um, 
you know, guys, look at Kobe trying to trying to finish his career, and he's a shell of who Kobe was. Yeah, that's 17 years, but it's just indicative of how demanding the game of basketball is on a body, especially those athletic guys. Yeah, I think LeBron leaves before that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If you look at LeBron with the size he carries, banging inside with those guys. Well, and that's what I'm saying. LeBron knows his days. Remember, the whole the whole Andrew Wiggins for Kevin Love thing was about winning this year. Uh, he had his mindset on winning this year, and he thought he had a better chance to win this year, not with a rookie, even though it was a number one pick and a stellar talent, but with an experienced NBA player. It was more about we. Kevin Love is the guy because he's experienced and probably hungry because he's toiled in Minnesota. Uh, and that was the mindset there. It wasn't about being threatened by Andrew Wiggins. That Caleb comes to the Cleveland and it's still a bitch. Yeah. I mean, really. Yeah. Ron, you should have at least gone through training camp with Wiggins and seen what you had, you know, see what you got, see how this kid can acclimate himself. You know, at least there you have somebody who plays defense in Andrew Wiggins, you know. I, I mean, I understand what you're saying, but, you know, Jim Breiders and I uh, got in a, a, a heated debate about a year ago. Uh, you know, he said, uh, you know, the Warriors were in that Kevin Love sweepstakes. They were going to be looking to trade Clay Thompson. I said, there's no way in hell I do that. Clay Thompson's willing to play any role you want him to. The kid's going to be a star. And he's like, oh, you're crazy. And then, well, I don't know, about five years, I came on apologize to him. I was right. I offered to, uh, to take his job, but he didn't want to do that. Well... I mean, you know, even a, a blind pig finds an ear of corn every now and again. Well, that was exactly his point. He said, you, you've been right one time. <laughs> how, does that, how does that carry a, a column? That's very true. Very true. Very true. No, no I tease you. But no, it's true, though. I mean, you know, there, there's no sure things. You know, you, you can make an acquisition of Kevin Love. What did everybody say when, when the Cavs did that? Everybody said, holy crap. Instant NBA championship favorites. You got an all-star coming over from Minnesota. You got the greatest young point guard in the game in Kyrie. And you got the world's best player, LeBron. Everybody said to themselves, I'm amongst those. This is better than the big three of Miami. Because Dwayne Wade wasn't as good as Dwayne Wade was when LeBron joined him. And Chris Bosh, you know, it's Chris Bosh. I think he's a soft big man too, but that's just my opinion. I thought it was a better triumvirate simply because of position. Stellar young point guard in Kyrie, great, great small forward in, in Kevin Love, and a guy that can do everything else. That was the ultimate triumvirate of mix, mixing players. Maybe as good as, as when Ray Allen joined uh, Paul Pierce and uh, Kevin Garnett went to uh, Boston, because that was a great triumvirate, too. I mean, that's three out of five positions dominated by All-Stars. See, I didn't think that, though, because Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh were a little older, a little more experienced, and they were able to acclimate themselves to LeBron. These two didn't. I mean, Kyrie did later in the year, but at the first, those two didn't. So you were negative on the whole Cleveland thing initially when the season started? Yes, sir. You're the only guy on the planet. You're the only man on the planet. It turned out that way, too, didn't it, Dick? Nope. (laughs) They're in the finals, Dick. Yeah, but now with Kevin Love's help. Yes, they are. They wouldn't be in the finals if oh, Kevin Love didn't ever. help them in the first couple of rounds what of the ever. playoffs. They wouldn't be in the finals and have amassed the record to get to the number two seed without Kevin Love they and without Kyrie Kevin, They could have done it without Kevin Love all year. Look, and, and, they're gonna, and they're going to lose this championship because they don't have Kevin Love and Kyrie Irving, too. I don't know that Kevin Love changes it. Yes, he does. I think he does. I think he's soft. Takes pressure off the king. WFT. Takes soft. pressure off the king. 
Kyrie takes pressure off the king. He doesn't have to worry about assists and handling the I ball. And Kevin better. Love takes uh, uh, pressure off King because he's helping add some points, you know, and, and has Vendela Vadova and Mozgov and everybody else's names we just learned. Vendela uh, is the greatest point guard of all time. Yeah, he is. <laughs> and on that note, we'll wrap it up. Enjoy your weekend. Thanks for tuning in. Back Monday, 7 to 9, right here. Same place, Wrigley Field Bar and Grill. Uh, thanks for tuning in at thebssportshow.com or radio.com or however you tuned in. Mo Times at Mo Radio Show. I'm at Billy Elvis at BS Sports The Fan. At Wrigley Field Bar and Grill, wrapping it up at the BS Sports Show.